0: So this is a little preface uh, to episode eight. Um, the resources I'm about to discuss uh, um, in the in this podcast are, you know, focused. And I use two basic names, but when I look through all of the work that so many people have done to bring them up, I just felt obligated and inspired to say, "You need to look at all the work these people have done, and a lot of people and and have done to." to focus on this information literacy. Uh, it's just, it's awesome to think that what one small group of people committed to uh, the same goal, what they can achieve. Welcome to the Old Dog New Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff West, and I'm going to spend some time talking about tech and looking at how the old dog weighs really on all that old. going to look at some integration ideas, discuss some successes and failures, and show you that it's really not about per- being perfect, but it's about being patient when it comes to integrating technology. I'm a high school educator, been teaching music band for most of my career, but I am a, a big tech enthusiast. And I really enjoy uh, researching and finding answers and ways to integrate tech that don't take up so much time. Let's get going. Welcome to Episode 8, Old Dog, New Tech Podcast. I'm Jeff West, and we are talking about information literacy. It doesn't really make it all that more exciting, does it? I mean, those are two words. I, whenever I hear them, I'm I'm like, okay, how do you, how do you step this up? Well, I'm going to tell you. I have two outstanding resources uh, that I learned about when I was taking uh, classes for my master's in ed tech, and I noted that. One of the biggest pitfalls of the internet, it has not made researching easier. It's easy to get overwhelmed. So whether you're a teacher or student, you need to understand strategies and methods of improving your information literacy. In this podcast, I'm going to look at a couple of, as I said before, fantastic resources. Project Information Literacy, organized by Dr. Allison Head, and BigSix.org, aim Dr. Mike Eisenberg, creation. I suppose if you're young enough, if I said literacy now, you wouldn't draw the inference to uh, serenity now from the, the great Seinfeld episode that George's dad was walking around yelling every time he got stressed. I don't I'm not sure that it really helped, but just the way that he yelled it it helped me. It was funny. But information literacy. I first encountered uh, this terminology and the work of Dr. Head and Dr. Eisenberg uh, research during my Edtech master's degree, and wrapping my head around the subject was not uh, happening until I happened upon their research and websites and if you feel the same way about that subject then maybe um this segment uh, that i took from uh dr eisenberg's website the uh, will help uh help kind of give a definition to you and i think start to show you why i think um this is such an outstanding resource so, big bigsix.org says we all suffer from information overload. There's just too much stuff, quote unquote, out there, and it's not easy to keep up. At the same time, there's an irony. Irony. <laughs> yes, we are surrounded by information, but we can never seem to find what we want, and when we want it, and in a form we want it in, so that we can use it effectively. One solution to the information problem. The one that seems to be most often adopted in schools as well as in business and society in general is to speed things up. We try to pack in more and more content to work faster and to get more done, but this is a losing proposition. Speeding things up can only work for so long. Instead, we need to think about helping students to work smarter, not faster. There is an alternative to speeding things up it's a smarter solution, one that helps students develop the skills and understandings they need to find process, and use information effectively. This smarter solution focuses on process as well as content. Some people call this a smarter solution. They call it information literacy or information skills instruction. We call it the Big Six. That is from Dr. Mike Eisenberg at bigsix.org. One of the two sources that I'm going to be focusing on in this podcast. Information literacy, how to research, how to make sure you have good research, how to use it, the methodologies and the strategies. Let's talk about it. Dr. Allison Head and Dr. Mike Eisenberg are recognized experts on information literacy. Uh, Dr. Head and uh, many others have a website uh, called Project Information Literacy that it focuses, um, by their words, uh, to paraphrase, on the research techniques, abilities of college students and how they could improve them. Dr. Eisenberg's Big Six website tends to focus a little more on K-12 with strategies and lessons um, on subjects like sifting through information to decide if your research topic is one to pursue or if the um, resources are credible. And it also has lessons in there that you can continue, say, with a particular content that you're teaching, but also incorporate information literacy. There's a lot of information, resources on both of these locations, both of these sites. You're going to need to set aside some time to kind of look it over and maybe soak it in, read a couple of the articles or blog posts or listen to podcasts uh, um, or watch some videos that they've done on the subject. There's just a lot there. Um, there, it's a, a, a lot of resources culminated in one spot, and when you put that with the fact that maybe a full understanding of information literacy is still something that's being formed, uh, again though, the word overwhelmed comes to mind. And I think that would be something that would make us avoid this, so I would just take a, a small bit and take a look at how Dr. Eisenberg's website organizes um, the strategy into six steps for older students. And then he also has something, uh, they have something called the super three for the younger students. And basically six things to remember when when uh, developing or working on research and uh, information problem, as he refers to it. And, in, and then s- simplifying that even down to three for younger students. The Super Three and the Big Six website just recently um, went nonprofit, but there are still resources, I believe, for sale books and that type of thing there. But uh, there are a lot of free resources for uh, the classroom. So after clicking around on the, on that website and uh, looking looking at some so many of the resources, just a few, some of them. I can, I can honestly say and strongly recommend that every teacher K-12 student needs to take some time and look at this. But looking at the Project Information Literacy website of Dr. Head and a colleagues, um, I think as a high school student, uh, excuse me, as a high school teacher, it's important to prepare our students for that next level. So I found it interesting to note the research they had done in how college students use technology to help them, or in some cases, how they don't use it, uh, how they use it in their personal lives, but they don't think of using it in the same way in their professional or career lives. Um, and I think that's something at the high school level just to, you know, put a spotlight on one minute area that they were researching and say, hey, we need to develop our students and prepare them or get them to think in that manner. Uh, Because like going from middle school to high school is a fish out of water experience for students. High school to college or any type of training or job is the same. And I think this is one area that we as high school teachers can help our students be uh, ready for the next step by utilizing technology the same way uh, in their professional life or in the next step as they do in their personal life. So continuing with the uh, approach or uh, focus on the high school student, um i wanted to take a moment and just kind of read down some of the things focused on in the big org website now it's this is also focusing on information literacy but it's more of a a framework strategy uh approach in that it's applicable for uh K12 although if you read uh, about Dr. Eisenberg uh, you know they'll say K20 but in this particular case and what i'm looking at um i i find it um easier to understand uh it's been kind of whittled down so those of us in the uh standards and uh power standards or goals and objectives or whatever you happen to be calling the things that you have to show that you're teaching and show growth in um I, they're right here and they are easy to uh, to understand for all that use it. So, number one in the big six is task definition, defining the information problem, identifying the information needed. Number two is information seeking strategies: determine all possible sources, select the best sources, location and access. And number three, locating sources and finding information. Use. Use of information is number four in the big six. Are we engaging? Example, reading, hearing, viewing, how are we using that information? Extracting the relevant information. Number five, synthesis, organized from multiple sources, present the information. And number six, evaluation. Judge the product and judge the process. Kind of review and look back. Evaluate is always a part in so many of the uh, methodologies and frameworks that we have in education. I don't think that's a a surprising fact. I think the surprising fact is sometimes we get held up before we get to the evaluation or that never gets done. But I think that's important that we make sure that we get to that evaluation so that we know what our successes were and what our failures were. So that we can learn from one or repeat the success uh, to do better. Now, in these six, in the big six, if you as you look at the website, you're going to see lessons and articles and resources and all types uh, um, of media that you can use. Uh, There are handouts. There's a checklist uh, for different uh, different areas uh, for different areas of the big six. So it's I'm trying to describe something in a short amount of time that I'm not sure a short amount of time would do it justice if I looked at either one of these websites. The number of studies on the Project Information Literacy website of Dr. Head is, uh, is hard for me to to fathom, though the ongoing year study that they are doing on how tech is changing things for students in college, and the number of resources available on thebig6.org. I will say this, though. Both of the sites are relatively user-friendly. Um, there's, uh, you know, Start Here, their uh, um, area on the Big Six, and there's Overviews, and the headings have, have decent drop-down menus then that you can find your way around in. But I will caution you, there's a lot. So spend some time or set set an amount of time and spend only that amount of time and dig right into what you want versus, you know, if you want lessons, you want to see what's there, you want to see what, or you just want to figure out still what this is, just spend that time. Don't, uh, because you can whittle away several hours on either one of these sites and get great information but maybe be no closer to um, doing meeting the needs of your students. So perhaps that would be the approach I would take at first. Maybe their needs are just to get uh, basic definitions. Maybe their needs are to actually develop um, their use of information and their uh, control of it. The challenge is, if you're like me, is once I started reading, I just keep going and I keep, because I enjoy learning, but that's where I need to set that timer. And I've done that a few times to make sure that I am getting done when I need to get done. And I'll come back and read it later. But this, the, the subject of information literacy, how our students are able to research and use the, the information that they um, yield from a search. If they're able to successfully, successfully use it and that it's credible and that they cite it properly and that they meet all of the requirements of, say, a, a particular um, paper or product that they have to develop, um, that's very important. I think that's an obvious point that it's important. But I think sometimes we all just kind of wander around like a person in a strange room trying to find a light switch on the wall instead of going right where the light switch probably is and turning on the light and then get going. And I think both of these websites provide an opportunity for, to flip on that light and to start incorporating the development of this very important uh, 21st century skill. thanks for spending a little time for me with on this subject. Information literacy is something that I'm still relatively new to, and it seems that the fall is bringing with it for me uh, my allergies and and as I'm talking to you, I'm fighting off sneezes or coughs or whatnot. So you know I I appreciate you uh, listening, and I apologize for the the breaks and the weird voices sometimes, but uh, just it is the fall for me. Uh, that pollen comes up and the change of the season. It's beautiful, but it's rough on me. So I hope you having a good fall. I hope you uh, had a good start to your school year and, um, and, and come back and, and keep listening. Cause I, I have some other, uh, really cool things that I think technology can do for students or can do for you as a teacher to improve your, uh, uh, productivity or whatever it is you might want to do. Um, you know, again, I'm fumbling around for words because I don't know what you want to do. What do you want to do? You tell me, I will be guessing by putting out the podcasts, and I hope that they're helpful. Yeah, you know, leave me some reviews, wherever you're listening, leave me a review, especially on iTunes, I'd like to know how I'm doing or give me some pointers if you have some. Um, but I appreciate either one of them because at this point, um, I'm just enjoying podcasting and I'm glad that uh, you're taking some time to listen. You take care. This has been the Old Dog New Tech Podcast with your host, Jeff West. I hope you enjoyed your time. And remember, with EdTech integration, it's about being patient and not perfect.